Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hi, Pia. Hi, Emily. It's so funny to do an intro because, like, we've already been talking for 20 minutes. I know. It's so fake. Hi. <laughs> like, I didn't already talk to you for, like, ever. We, like, we didn't have a pre-podcast to the podcast. <laughs> exactly. But I'm like, let's start fresh. Hi. <laughs> Um, we were just saying before we started, before we hit record, that this was a great combo of episodes, back to back. BH yeah. in Miami, good TV, and then we yeah. and then we had Salt Lake City on Tuesday. So Bravo is giving in twenty twenty four. I okay, I'm not gonna I lie. Know, that, I, that finale is amazing. I messed up closing a checkout yesterday at a table because this guy, and he's straight, by the way, he was talking about how his wife was raving about the uh, Salt Lake finale. City finale. And I was just so enthralled in it <laughs> that I ran this the, his uh, his brother's card twice instead of his. <laughs> and I was like, can you just Venmo him? Like, we're like in the middle of this. <laughs> like, yeah, his brother's like, it's fine. It's fine. We'll figure that out later. We're like still like talking about like the Salt a straight Lake City. guy? Yeah. It's like, we're just like, he would, we, he, he, that is how good that fucking finale was. Like, husbands of wives that watch the show even thought it was great. That makes me very happy. <laughs> no, that was it was great TV. His brother looked a little annoyed because it was his card that I know, right? Twice. He's like, "That's my card," and so he was cool. an, he was not interested in our conversation. But that's just too damn bad. <laughs> you need to be watching Salt Lake City. All right, let's talk about Miami. Alexia Marisol are leaving. And Nicole, okay, I know I've seen a lot of people say they they still they believe that Nicole didn't know, but I still think that she had to have known there was drama. Um, That's where I'm landing on it. Again, I'm I'm teeter I'm teetering because I just what I think I think that she may have known that there was a little drama, but I not to don't, this magnitude. Not to this magnitude. I do not think that she was. I don't think that she was. She trying was to not set, the schemer. Yeah, she was not. I do not think she was trying to set them up. I think that uh, it was. She wouldn't. Have, I don't even think she would have invited Anna if it no. was not for um, no, 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 not at all, Adriana. So I think that when Adriana suggested it, she was probably like, "That's fine. Like, I don't really don't care. If, like, these girls have some old ass beef. Like, I like her." You can bring her. Like, that's not going to deter me from inviting her. I like her. I think that was the extent. But then when people started getting mad, she I do think she didn't want to be like. So, yeah, she, she wanted uh, yeah. to play completely dumb. Like, I yeah. have no idea. It's like, there's no way you don't. There's no way. Because Anna tells everyone. Yeah. That she hates them. I just think that she did. She thought it was like that surface. Like, they're just annoyed of, about her podcasting. And I don't think she she knew what. Adriana's real intentions were. That's the thing is Adriana pitched it like it was going to be silly and kind of funny. Yeah. And Nicole was like, I'll be a little messy. That's okay. Yeah. And then she saw that it was like such a deal breaker. Yeah. I feel like she, I feel like she instantly regretted it because I I think she did. I do not think she understood the level of like mm-hmm. how this was going to like I really don't I think that she thought it was going to be petty petty and, drama 
and that she was not prepared. So I do believe her in that sense. She was like, I just don't think I knew to Mm -hmm. how deep that like this was going to go. And that is on Adriana for sure. But Adriana, when she talks to Julia later, is like, Nicole knew. So like it it offered me a hint that Nicole had to have known that there's some drama. I, I, I didn't take it that way. I guess I was just more of like, I felt like Adriana was trying to to scapegoat or like. Well, yeah, feel, that's what I'm saying. She's oh, yeah. going oh, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. to say like, Nicole knew I was bringing her and that they had some sort of beef. She right. didn't know that I was like hoping, I mean, right. she didn't yeah, know that yeah, yeah. I was hoping she would bring up Alexia's like finances. Right. Like, right. Nicole didn't know any of that stuff. Right, and I don't think that she would have allowed her there if she knew that. No, because she playing. really was trying to have like a nice little Mother's Day yeah. thing, like that genuinely, and it was a very well done event. I'm sorry, I was gagging when um, they still took the the uh, little gifts from oh, the, yeah. when they left. I was I was like, I would do that too. Like, thank you for that. <laughs> leaving <laughs> like, like I'm not leaving a gift <laughs> like, I'm here anyway she's gonna go to waste she was like I, I I like really appreciated that they're like I they both took it too I I noticed they I looked at I saw Marisol had it too <laughs> they like had it on when they went for drinks after they're like thank you um Gertie comes with Jill Russell's sister who has six kids and as she pulls up um she, she sees Alexia Marisol in, getting in the car and leaving Lisa pulls up honking in the Honda and I love Gertie because she's like uh this joke is failing okay <laughs> this is like there's no joke here all right it's just someone's car and if that's what someone has to do to support their family then that's what they do yeah like Gosh, Lisa really thought she was going to eat with them. Like, look, you see, does it look like, does this make any sense? Like, bitch, yes. If yeah, that's see? what you have to do. Look at this. Look at this hideous car. It's a reliable car. Like, and then Gertie nailed it. Gertie was like, if I had to drive that to support my kids, I would. And she's like, you are like making it seem like anybody that drives that car is like a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, like you're- look at these losers that drive this thing. Lisa just reminds me of like a literal child like when you're trying to like tell, show your parents like them saying no to you about something like look at look at me now look at look what you've got reduced me to so dramatically and your parents are just like you're fine like you're, like, you're literally fine you're literally alive and fine I'm not fine uh-huh <laughs> she's so dramatic Anna says this line in the car on their way in it was so weird she's like I'm a star uh, yeah, she was really trying to hype herself up before the, before this lunch. And she tries to like, she's like, no one knows it or whatever she says. I was like, yeah, that this isn't star behavior. And here's what's really not star behavior is walking in how she does. Like, uh-huh. what? I, I've, I, I like them. I like Marisol and Alexia. It's like, no, 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 no. You're going to, if you're going to be all big and bad, you need to walk in like, I'm sure they ran away because I have all this dirt on them or something. Yeah. Don't yeah, walk in like I don't I don't understand. She wasn't committed to doing whatever Adriana thought she was gonna do. She was she was she yeah. immediately She was just trying to get on camera. Yeah, she retreated because she was like, do I try to play this hand I have or do I try to get in the fold? Because I feel like she was like, Oh, they're all like Nicole thinks I'm this nice girl, so I'm gonna play it up and be the nice one and show that they're the crazy ones. And I had nothing but good humble intentions like mm-hmm. no bitch no bitch we already know right Un- unless adriana's making that up that you said that yeah 
I, I, that actually, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like I mean, we haven't we haven't actually seen. To be fair, there's no like you people, know, there's no like clip of her on the phone. Yeah, we have not, told. and she they, they don't even talk about it in the car. We've huh. only heard Adriana say that. We've not not even <laughs> oh, a hit. That's technically. I don't know. I'm not hmm. saying that she did it, hmm. but we don't. We haven't yet. No, no evidence yet that she has. I mean, look, we've all kind of figured out that there's got to be something going on with Alexia and Todd's finances because they're like fleeing from their the apartment. Thing, the thing is, I think Adriana is spot on, but like maybe yeah. it's Adriana who just knows his exactly. information and is just and she's using putting Anna yeah. mm-hmm. as a scapegoat. So she, because she can't, it's kind of like a Lisa Vanderpump. She can't uh-huh. say the information because she's supposed to be have made this men's. But if mm-hmm. un- someone who's already known to mm-hmm. hate them says it. Fair game. Fair game. But before uh, Anna even gets there, when they sit down, Lisa confronts Gertie. She's like, did you like the car I drove up in? And of course, Gertie's like, no, I don't think you get it. Like, I was just trying to show you that if you had to, if you had to leave with your dignity without any strings attached, you could. You don't need the phantom. But then she's like, Lisa was on one. She was like, no, 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 no. All of you pried into my finances, which they did kind of, kind of. They um, did, but it wasn't – again, I feel like she's taking stuff and then not, like, understanding where it's coming from. Like, I don't yeah. think that they were prying in her finances. Like, how much a do mo- you make? Yeah, like, in a malicious way. It's like they're trying to to tell her that she needs to start being able to support herself and not being – like, the reason why she's in the predicament that she is is that she was completely reliant on her husband who completely left her. So they're trying to try to – to tell her, don't go fall into that same trope. Don't do this with this guy. Like, he might be a nice guy, but you got to, like, yeah. support Yeah, but all yourself. she heard, all she heard was some other stuff. But then Julia tries to chime in, and Lisa's like, now you. God. <laughs> you. You're, because she, Julia did fuck up. Like, the yeah. way she delivered it, it was the worst opener ever. Yeah. And she was like, did you put your kids to bed that night? What was that about? And Julia's like, I I just was – I didn't do anything wrong. And Lisa's like, no, you need to apologize for that. And Julia won't give it up. And Kiki, Larsa, and Gertie are like, please, Julia, just fucking apologize. And she's like, well, you know, look, I, I don't regret anything I said. <laughs> I could kind of – I like – I'm not going to lie – I was with everybody, like, just apologize for that part because you kind of did say it in, like, a not the greatest way. But then I kind of loved that she refused to, no matter how loud Lisa tantrumed about it. She was like, no, I don't regret it. Like, I was like, okay, go off, Julia. Go off. I have a a hard time with Julia. I find her, like, I have a hard time. I just, like, don't get her. I don't get her either. She confuses me as well. So Yeah, like but, I don't understand. I did like that Lisa's like, you don't even know what fucking school your kids go to. Because I've thought about that since last season. Oh, that's right. You didn't want – okay. I know. I was like – I was going to ask you about that. I was like, what did that mean? So <laughs> last season, Julia's seeming like storyline, it seemed to me, that she was trying to push was that she her she's having like really bad empty nest syndrome. Okay. And she hates – she could tell – uh, Martina, I don't like having dinner just the two of us. It makes me sad because I miss the kids, which of course I'm like, that sucks for Martina. 
And Martina being like, is this not enough for you? Like, is this just me not enough? She's like, that's what they were going to adopt a kid. Mm. But then her kid, they do a scene with her daughters. And it was like a tense, awkward thing where it felt like – it kind of felt like Julia was pretending to be this overbearing mom where she was like all nervous about everything. And then her one of her kids clocks her and she's like, you don't even know the name of my school. How old are they? They're they're older. They're like teens. Okay. And oh, then and one might be college age. I can't re- quite remember. And she, and the, they live with their other dad parents? mainly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I I clocked that like this feels in- it felt it felt disingenuous and then for the daughter to be like you don't even know like you've never even called my school to like check in on anything and she was like um I just don't remember is- the name. I was like oh. That is interesting because she does like if I just like looked at her that didn't know anything. She seems like the type that would like I don't know what what the situation is and why who has custody and all that stuff, but like I she just seems like the person that would have her kids. But like so it is interesting that like she doesn't. Like I'm I'm so fascinated by that. Like well, I think that they did did they go up to college or one of them wanted to go do a year where her dad was or okay. something. So maybe they did. I can't fully recall why they're not with her full time. Okay. Um but like all like all kids like they were like mom leave me alone like that right. kind of energy it just felt it just didn't feel genuine coming from Julia and and they're like you don't ever act like this <laughs> that's what i that's the vibe i got from it and okay. it also was like really sad too to have her tell martina her wife i don't want to just have dinner the two of us stop asking me to do that it makes me sad I was like, God oh, damn. Oh, damn. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get, you know, wanting cancer. to be, right. I get, I get wanting to like have your kids, but to just say like, I like, you don't I, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of odd yeah. to say to your partner. Yeah. You can so Julia just, I just don't, like, I cannot get my head around her, around Julia. I even like, I watched a little bit because like, I, I remember you like, talked up mm. Miami. I watched a little bit um in, of the first couple episodes of last season and she was the odd the one that's I was like why is she on this show? Mm-hmm. Like I can't Mart- it's cuz of her wife Martina. Yeah, like they like, couldn't believe they would get Martina's wife. Okay, cuz I'm like she just seems so different than mm-hmm. everybody else. <laughs> and not in a way that's like Oh, she's quirky and unique. Like, they're all very individual people and, like, one of a kind. I I just don't even know, like, how, like, why they all, like, she doesn't make sense, like, friend-wise. And either for them, for her, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. They. She was mainly, and it's interesting, too, because Adriana, who was one of the original uh, cast members, has never been given a full-time slot. Wow. Right? Like, from... From the from the reboot, I mean. So she has been friend of this whole time. So she's technically is she technically not? I don't know. Maybe this season she is, but like Julia was and Adriana wasn't, and that was always kind of weird. But I think they were like the connection was that Adriana and Julia were really really close. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you for that. I needed yes. that. Yeah. Um. Right after Lisa storms out, Nicole's like, guys, there's a poet. Let's say three nice things about Lisa. <laughs> like, don't make this poor man have to get involved. He's over there writing poetry anyway. Don't worry. I mean, he was like typing the whole time. I'm going to say I liked his whatever whatever he was putting together, but I, did, I was like, is that a poem? I don't yeah, it- see this <laughs> thing, Pia. Anything can be a poem. Because I felt like that was more of a short 
creative story. It was just it was just a paragraph. He was more like a he's like one of those clerks. A play by play. It was like a court the, like the court the stenographer. Yeah, he was just like stop talking about what was happening. <laughs> That's exactly like, it was what like it felt there was like. like no clever rhyming or a, <laughs> a slant rhyme. Like it was just like and then Anna said, bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, bro. He's like he actually was the stenographer for the event. He's he like, was. I have been, that is he, I have been 100%. I'm on top of it. I got it. I got it all. He was like, I got a typewriter. I got like fancy paper. Let's yeah, that's exactly. Okay, Adriana and Anna finally walk in. And the first thing Anna does is tell Lisa she's rooting for her. And Lisa's like, huh? Because Anna's like, since day one, fuck Lenny. I go, girl, they just showed a clip of you saying that when Lenny met her in Vegas, she should have stayed there and, like, you're not supposed to bring that home. Yeah, she, like, made her into takeout food. Like, you eat it here. Like, So, no, you haven't. So she's full of bullshit as soon as she walks in. She was, like, doing them. I think this was just an opportunity for her to get back on the show. She really was because she was up everyone's ass. Yeah. Like, she was absolutely thirsty to get back on this show. Yeah. Lisa tells her that Alexia and Marisol left because of Anna. And Anna's like, I don't know why. Her eyes are all wide. Like, the last time we were together, it was fine. And then they flash back to 2013. Damn. (laughs) Well, that was a long time ago. Obviously, shit has happened since. So she's like, I don't mean, like, the last time I saw them, we were fine. You know what's happened. And then Anna's like, I've never crossed the line with either of them. And then, but here's the thing, Adriana, and this happens a lot. Adriana's trying to drive this narrative, which is, but why would they run? What yeah. could they be hiding? This happens all the time when when someone tries to set up someone else like this. Yeah. The focus doesn't stay on like, what are they running from? The initial thing is, why are you here? Why yeah. did you bring her here? Because you did something shady now, and now we're going to focus on that. Like, the message is always lost when that's the message you're going for. I was happy that the ladies got into um, Adriana's ass for that. Because yeah. everybody was just trying to have a nice fucking lunch. It broke yeah. The day before Gertie's, like, surgery. surgery. Like, these ladies are so, like, not taking this seriously enough for me. No, they're really not. They, it's and I, not on their agenda. And I want to know if any of them called besides Dr. Nicole the next day because they talked about it, but I didn't. Did I don't, only saw a call from the, Dr. Nicole. I'm not saying that they didn't, but did they? I want to know who did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Larsa's like, why wouldn't you at least tell us that she's coming? And Adriana's like, well, you're not the hostess, so – she and she was super defensive too. Mm-hmm. Like you were, she was like giving it all away that that she had some really exactly. bad intentions. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Adriana cannot scheme because she just she has no poker face at she's, all. She's practically like, mm, this is going to be good, like in person on camera. And they're like, Adriana, we see what you're doing. She's like, what? The the real thing is, why did they run? No. <laughs> like, no, the real thing is like, why, why did, did you, you this random? You just to did this, this. exactly. Like, out of all the people you could bring, you brought this person? Exactly. Why? Because you want to stir some shit up, bitch. Lisa's, Lisa, as soon as Anna starts talking, she pops right out and she, Lisa's like, Marisol, you need to get back here, okay? <laughs> I don't want, you don't want her saying whatever the fuck she wants to say. Um, Kiki, I, Kiki's also giving it to Adriana, yeah, too. They, Kiki's like, what the fuck is your problem? And Adriana's like, leave then. So Kiki leaves. She's like, bitch, I'll leave. You think I, you think I care? <laughs> Take my jean jacket. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to stay at this shithole party. <laughs> she made sure got her je- everybody got that jean jacket. It was oh nice. yeah, it was custom. <laughs> it was custom. <laughs> they have to they have to take them, otherwise they're going to go to waste. 
Adriana's like, this wasn't about them. This was about resolving an old issue. Why? No one asks for that to be re- like they haven't seen. According to Marisol, she hasn't seen this lady in 11 years. Exactly. Why do they need to resolve anything? And also then that is about them. So yeah. it's not about them. It was about resolving an old issue. About them. Them. That no one asked you to resolve or interfere in at all. She does and- give a good little, like, she does say to Larsa, you were not there, darling. You were in L.A. for 10 years kissing Kardashian's ass. I, I appreciated love- that. I appreciated it as well. But honestly, listen, from top to bottom, I was appreciating everybody. Exactly. Their contribution mm-hmm. to this. <laughs> exactly. Let's just make that clear. Everyone participated well. Yes. Uh, Alexia and Marisol come back and they convince Kiki to go back because they bump into her. And I have to say that this was a good re-entry. Because <laughs> yes. like the energy was already really heavy and uncomfortable. And they're coming out. They're like, we were having cocktails over here. So they're walking in like, hi. hi. So they got to like dominate the energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because Adriana and Anna, Anna try to make an entrance. And so they no were No one even deflate. paid attention. They were yeah. like, uh-oh. It was deflated. And so, yeah, they did regain their power by re-entering. So that mm-hmm. was good. Re-entering like, hey, we've been having the best time ever. We're, yeah. we're the party. You know, you guys can have – it's like, oh, that was that was a good play. Yeah. That was the, that was the correct move. And also I meant to say um, about Lisa, like the irony that – Adriana is like the whole reason why she wants to bring up like Ale- Alexia's finances is because she's like prying into Le- like Lisa's and Lisa over here like why is this bitch here like she's <laughs> yes. like not even in support of it so it's just so it's like Adriana she always like, fails like you <laughs> try always to, fails you're trying to guise this as like <laughs> helping Lisa when it's just about you uh huh. Keep it there. Keep yeah. it there. Yeah. Alexia says that Anna has trashed everyone in this group. And Anna's like, go down the line and who have I trashed? And Nicole, this is where Nicole, like, you, you should have not said this, but then Alexia takes it too far. Nicole's like, she hasn't said a single bad thing about you guys since she's been here. No, Nicole, that doesn't matter. Like, that does not matter. She's not, like, that's actually why it's weird. Okay. Yeah, that's she actually hasn't why had it's confusing. an opportunity to do it because they mm-hmm. haven't allowed her the opportunity. Had they been sitting there when she entered, maybe that her energy yes. would have been different. So yes. we don't, we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. Alexia's like, I don't need, I didn't even know you were friends with any any of us. And that's, and Anna goes, well, I've been friends with Anthony, Nicole's husband, for years. Which, of course, that is going to raise a flag because that didn't, even to me, that didn't track. I was like, but she said at the reunion that Anna reached out to her only like a month ago. Right. But if if she's been friends with Anthony this whole time, wouldn't you have met her that way? I feel like it was a reach when, like, when she says she's been friends. Like, did ma- did they bump into each other once? Or and like- I think she, I think Nicole described her as a client of Anthony's. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Still, that was, but they're seeming very chummy, right? Nicole's like trying to defend what she had said about not really knowing Anna, and she's like, "Please stop being mad for like two seconds." And Alexia's like, "You know what?" You're mean. Even your mom says you're mean. That's why she's not here. And I was like, that was too far. better back the fuck up. I didn't like that. What the fuck did that have to do with this? Like, why yeah. would her mom be here? Yeah. No one it else's was- mom is here. Yeah, she's, yeah, I didn't like that moment. That was not, 
No. And then Alexia now won't stop being like, you're mean. You're mean. You keep throwing dicks. And Nicole's like just sitting there going, all right, keep going. Like she's not even talking. Yeah. And Alexia's yeah. like, I'll if, I'll scream louder than you if you scream. And she's like, I'm not screaming. I was so infuriated with her when she said that. I'm like, you are the only one screaming. <laughs> like Nicole's literally like, keep going. Go ahead. Keep going. I can scream louder. She's not screaming. I don't uh, like Nicole, people that fight like that. Like they just scream uh-huh. so you can't say anything to I drown agree. you it's out. So I, frustrating. I don't like that because you're like, if you believe what you're saying and you can actually go toe to toe, then then let wait me, for me to talk and you respond. Yeah, because you don't because you're just and saying a bunch of nothing. Uh huh. Just and anytime I do start to talk, you talk over me. Exactly. Then they do like this multi-screen, split-screen thing of all of them fighting, and it's like, Gertie's got to go. And then Anna leaves without Adriana. She just walks out. (laughs) Dud. Total dud. I was so disappointed in that whole – like, she caused all that chaos to contribute nothing. Like, at least drop the damn bomb already. Like, come on. Right? She's so scared. That's why, she, that's why she's not on the show. She doesn't have it. She doesn't and have you are it. not a star, baby. You, you are not a star. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, stick to your podcast. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, like, she's able to control the narrative It's not way. even her podcast. She was a guest on his podcast. Oh, that wasn't even her podcast? Okay. No. She was her guest on that podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The next day, Gertie's surgery happens, and I can't even recap it. It was too um, sad. Thank I had you. to like stop thank watching you. and like pace around. I was like, I can't. Go I there. cried twice in this episode. Okay. Yeah. I was like, twice. I, can't, I can't go there again. I had already put my like skincare on. I was like, I cannot <laughs> cry. I'm just like, I was just laying on this couch, just like it, just <laughs> sobbing, like sobbing, like God, Ugh. so God. brutal. Yeah. God, but Adriana, Adriana goes to Julia's house. That, Apparently, the after party of this mother Mama Sita event was like a, a good time because Julia was kissing everyone and making. Yeah, up with she everything. was. Her and Lisa were like really kissing. Uh-huh. I know. Was, like they had some some drinks, and if they had had one more, they would have fucked. Uh-huh. <laughs> Martina would have been pissed. I know. I was actually thinking because like the first one, well, the kiss with Kiki was fun. That yeah. was like that was like a friend kiss. That the the one with uh, Lisa that was that was they intimate. Kept going. That was intimate. I mm-hmm. felt I felt it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is your wife? Is your wife going to be okay with that scene? Probably not." Uh, but Adriana asks, she's like, "Tell me everything that happened before we got there." And so Julia's like, "All right, well, Alexia sees the place cards, figured out it was Anna, so they left." And Adriana's like, but why did they leave? <laughs> you need to – I get what you're trying to do, Adriana. It doesn't matter. <laughs> At this point, you fucked up. It's a classic misstep. Classic mis- misstep yeah. for setups like this. The crime to get there is what takes takes place of what the th- – like, you got to be covert. You got to find a sneaky way to release this info. You could have even just had Anna talk to you about it on camera. That – and or like honestly, timing was not their friend because yeah, I will they should have got there first. Yeah, because Ma- Marisol and um and uh, Alexia leaving just really con- threw the timing off because honestly, the best time if they were going to do it there was when Lisa was going off on everybody about their financing thing, and then that's when that mm. bomb should have that would have been a perfect time to have dropped that bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're not even you shouldn't even talk because. 
Yeah. Cute. Yeah. But timing was not their friend. <laughs> no, it was not. Uh, ju- but Julia's very much like, I don't want Nicole taking the heat for this. So look, it's not the weirdest thing that they would run away and not want to see someone who's talked all this shit about them. Adriana figures out what's happening. Mm, she was not liking it. And she was pissed. Because she's she like, you're pissed. making me look like the villain. Like she was like, you're getting, now I have the villain at it. That's the, she clocked. Yep. She was like, I'm now, you doing this. She kept this. looking at production too. She kept yeah. looking over at the producers. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, now I'm not like, I feel like she was felt so betrayed by Julia because she knows how this works and that when her saying that and not just like at least being quiet about it, just painted her as the villain automatically. Totally. And that 100%. was, that she was comp- like, oh, and I was like, Julia. I, yeah, I was no, proud of that, her, though. That I appreciate because the issue we've had from the reboot, because Julia's been like Adriana's friend, right. is that Julia doesn't – she can't say anything to Adriana. She's And she's been ride or die for Adriana. But Adriana, I think after the reunion last year where she got a lot of praise from the audience – I think that went to her head and she got mm. a little big for her britches. Got it. Because Adriana cannot pull off like takedowns like this. Okay. She's always like, she's a little too scattered and too like emotional. She's just too on the nose. She's too obvious. Yeah. You know, it's like inviting Anna, like that wasn't the move to invite Anna to this Mamacita thing. You could no. have invited her to something else. Just it, none of it, none of it was right. Yeah. Like these, like, no, like. Nah. No. Timing, not good timing, timing, not timing, timing fucked it all up, man. How could you do this to me? Question mark. Game changing. That is what Kitsch is. I've been using Kitsch for years. I discovered Kitsch when I'd had a bad haircut and needed to grow it out and was discovering all the ways that you can make your hair healthier so that it grows faster. I did not know that pillowcases should be satin to protect both your skin and your hair. I didn't know that hair ties were so damaging and caused all kinds of breakage. So the satin hair ties, they're the game changer. Kitsch has evolved. Kitsch has all types of beauty essentials now for your hair, for your skin, and your body. And whatever your budget, whatever your skin type, your hair type, Kitsch believes that you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices. So you've probably seen Kitsch's satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks, which are great for your hair and skin while you sleep. They've sold over 5 million satin pillowcases to date and have thousands of five-star reviews on their websites. You may have also heard about their TikTok viral heatless satin curling rollers. You can say goodbye to heat damage in your sleep. These are super easy to use, only takes less than five minutes to put on. Game changer. Wake up, wavy hair. No more damage. But the latest viral craze is the rice water shampoo bars, which could improve your overall hair growth and density. And reviewers say that their hair feels and looks a thousand percent better even in between washes. I also just recently got their rosemary scalp oil, which you actually put in before you get it into the shower to shampoo like normal. I have all kinds of scalp issues and this stuff has helped tremendously. I love everything at Kitsch. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 25% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash she speaks. That's right, 25% off anything and everything at mykitsch, spelled K I T S C H dot com slash she speaks. One more time, mykitsch.com slash she speaks for 25% off your order. 
to quote the ancient African proverb, I said what I said. Um, okay, let's move on to BH, shall we? Oh. I know, right? This opening scene, or we're picking up, I guess, on that scene with the who's more profitable, you or Sammy. It's like just a killer line. I'm wondering if we're wrong for not thinking this is too savage. You know, because like when Crystal, like I'm saying that because when Crystal's confessional was in at the very, very end of this, we'll go through the scene, but when she like says, you know, it's like you don't go after kids. I was like, oh shit. Um, well, is it bad that I feel like she was baby? I don't. I don't. And I, I, I had a conversation with like my manager about this because she was like, we don't, because he was saying the same thing, like Crystal, you don't, we don't talk about kids. It's like the same thing about like when um, we were all mad at, uh, what's her name for talking about Gia in the whatever. The Jackie, Jackie. Um, th- this is this is this is why I feel like it's a it's this it's its own thing. I I think the rule of thumb is we don't talk about people's kids. <laughs> That's the rule. But you can. But there's always exceptions to those rules. And this was this was it. This was it. And it was only because Denise. I felt like Erica gave Denise many many chances to opt out of this, and Denise didn't want to and was like, "No, I want to do this." You knew, and you know, like it wasn't a surprise. You know that your daughter does OnlyFans, and the whole right. premise of this argument is that you felt disrespected that Erica could even think that your fourteen-year-old child would know what a threesome is. Q four years later, she is on OnlyFans, so it's like if you're going to if you're going to start an argument with somebody, knowing that they have that at their ready. And you already think that she has low integrity. You set your daughter up for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like you could have. You did. I'm sorry. I love Denise. I defended Denise. <laughs> I still think Erica was wrong for what she said back then. But also, Denise is completely remembering everything incorrectly. So it's hard for me to completely be on her side today. Okay. With this argument. Good. She's, then, she's then I'm going to – I'm not going to feel bad about it then. Don't feel bad about it. Um, but rule of thumb is we do not do that. Yeah. So. In general. Because like there were too many opportunities that it could have stopped. She could have taken the apology. She could have taken the explanation. Right. But she didn't. And then Garcelle, thank God, is like, what do you want from her? Let's ask right. a direct question, Denise. And Denise just stutters her face off. I wanted to ask you what what I what I did for you to do what you what you did about my kids. I was like, oh dear, is that I don't I think you made that up right now. Like you don't actually know when you're asked it directly. You're like, I actually don't know. Yeah, like I think I, is it that Denise just wants Erica to admit that she was trying to take her down because she was going along with Lisa Rinna. Is that really oh, what she wants? Oh, that's the only thing she will accept. I think that's what the uh. answer that she is looking for. She wants to do, because like she keeps, because I'm I'm trying to decipher all of her, like through what she's trying to say, because she's not really making sense, but no. she, there are things that she's saying and I'm just trying to piece it together. Because she said something, I don't know if, I think it was in last episode, where it was like, we started out good. You liked my whole Bond girl thing. Like we were vibing and then you flipped on me. She's that's, right. She's that's, like, tell, that's, admit it's Lisa Rinna. That's what she's saying. That's what she's mad. She's not a mad. She's not mad about the threesome thing. She needs to. She, she's mad that she doesn't understand why Erica flipped on her so hard, and that's what she's upset about. And that's what she needs to focus on. But she's like using like the threesome thing and well, no, all that like, stuff. And then then she's like, 
act she's trying to rewrite facts that yeah, we have very and much like, so. so erica's like look okay at the party we were all talking about sex and denise is like i did not talk about it at a dinner party with my kids at the next table erica cue the clip of her saying he still has a big penis big muscles it's fine and so then Sutton, I wish Sutton had spoke up in the moment yeah. because Sutton in her confessional is like, well, she did do that. And I wish she would just have said that there because I kind of just want to see how Denise would respond. I think she would have like malfunctioned. Yeah. She probably um, would have. Yeah. Instead, we get like a back and forth where where Erica's like, well, no, I'm right. She's like, well, you're not. Yes, I am. Was- no, you're not. Uh, I am right. Um, I think you're wrong. I'm right. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was giving me Kristen Wiig and Rose Byrne and yes, like fucking yes, yes. bridesmaid. It was so well, good. Well, I'm right. No, you're not. I am right. No, you're not. <laughs> but I am. But I am. But you're no, not. you're not. Yeah. Wouldn't stop. Erica's like, at that after that party, you singled only me out and took me to Sasquatch Coffee where I apologized. Then they show a flashback of that coffee. And Denise absolutely says... Well, I talked to Sammy the other day, and she brought up threesomes. Cut to Denise saying, I didn't bring it up. Like, and Erica is- Erica looks at her like, I, I'm, I, she goes, Denise, I have nothing left for you. Like, there's no point in finishing this. Then the amazing tea sipping without oh, breaking eye contact. The tea off. It was the tea off heard around the, the world. <laughs> just sipping it slowly. And then Erica goes, I didn't want this fight. And Denise goes, yes, you did. That's what you do. You needed it to deflect from what's been going on in your life. And I'm like, okay, I feel like what you're doing here is you're trying to like show us what you could have added to the season we've already had. Like, this is what I would have brought to that season. It's like, we are so moved on. This was yeah. a few years ago, girl. She's trying we to are, pick up shots. We're trying to pick on. up shots from season like eight. <laughs> we're like, we already discussed all this shit. Like, you didn't know $20 million was deposited in your account? Again, girl, we already did this. Like, we've already gone through this. Now you look – now this is embarrassing. You are so right. Like, Denise was like, I didn't love my performance that one season (laughs) and my opportunity. This is what I would have brought if I could – I feel like she watched that next season and was like, I would have been saying this. I would have been saying that. So she's, like, now reverting to that. It doesn't even make sense. It does not – Oh, Denise, you had your chance. Yeah. <laughs> Kim abruptly just like stands up and excuses herself, though. She's like, but, okay, going to go now. I just like her awkward laugh, too. She's like, okay, okay. <laughs> she was not prepared for this. She was not prepared for the tee off. She was not prepared for any of this. For the for the privilege, she was not ready. She's like, this has been a lot. I got to go. She was getting PTSD. She was like, uh-huh. this is too familiar for me. And bye-bye. I got to go. <laughs> Denise tries again, and Erica literally is like, conversation over. I'm going in the other room. Let me know when my car is here. I forgot that there was other people at the party, and it's like, so production was like, you have to, you guys have to go in the kitchen now. Yeah, just hang out in the kitchen. We'll call you a car. (laughs) Kyle tries to chime in with something that is so obviously about her. She's like, really, it should be that children and families are off limits. (laughs) Like, okay, Kyle, we get that you're basically saying, 
your stuff should be off limits. And Garcelle asked, well, why didn't you say that in the scene about with like Erica? Yeah. And Kyle snaps because again, she was just looking for the opportunity to talk about something she wanted to talk about. Right. And she's like, no one stood up for me the other night. Why did no one say that was wrong to do? And Garcelle's like, about what? She's like, about the ring that it meant Mo must have cheated. I'm like, who, is, who are you directing this at? Because Garcelle <laughs> was one of the people saying it and Sutton obviously brought it up like, Crystal, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, so it's this like is, who this would, isn't who would to defend. Like Dorit's not even here. <laughs> like no um. else. Kyle's confessional is so intense. Where was everyone standing up for me? If we want to play every man for himself, then we do it across the board. I feel like everyone did stand up for her. She does not remember things. And Faye stood up, and Dorit stood up. It's like yes. She, she needs. She doesn't know what people like standing up for her looks like. I feel like because again, I you know what I'm not like especially in this episode. I'm not a big fan of Dorit, but Dorit did have Kyle's yeah. back at that she, reunion. She went. She went. Oh, she did. She did actually. She did. And I'm like, I'm. I'm. Kyle's gonna have to stop that narrative. Mm-hmm. She did. She did. Garcelle's confessional is like, I didn't stick up for Kyle in that moment because I was also questioning, the, like, what was I going to do? Be like, I thought it was maybe like an I'm sorry gift. Stop talking about that, Chris or Garcelle. Like, what was she going to do? Like, she are, she's the she one saying it. it to herself. <laughs> what are you talking stop about? Stop it, Garcelle. I won't stop it. I need to know. Stop it. <laughs> Everyone leaves and then Crystal's confessionals about how the kids, kids are off limits. And that's when I was like, oh, shit. Because I really was watching this whole thing like, get her, Erica. I The thing is, I expect that from Crystal. Crystal, when Crystal has a moral compass, she don't move it. Like, she's okay. like, I've set, and she's very consistent with that. So, like, I wouldn't expect anything less from Crystal, but I ain't Crystal, okay? And if someone gets a good dragging and is, in my opinion, a bit deserved, mm-hmm. I have to say that. And that doesn't mean that I don't love Denise and that I don't do, and I still think that she was done dirty that season. But oh, Denise, very. It's an, I, hey, I'm an equal opportunist. You mm-hmm. kind of walked into that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. The next day, Erica goes to Dorit's, and Phoenix is like the cutest. Phoenix is the cutest with like her model walk and getting the Coca Cola and stuff. Um, it's I got funny. confused. I got confused for a second because I would I accidentally started watching Paris and Love after this, and her, oh. her baby's name is Phoenix. I was like, Paris's oh, baby right. was there. <laughs> I got I so confused. That. Uh, it's funny that Dorit asks how the night went. She's like, so how was the rest of the night? I'm like, you totally set up, set it up for them to have a conversation uncomfortably before you left. Yeah. And just walked out. How'd the rest of it go? And then she's like, oh, wow. Denise really has some stuff to say. I'm like, you asked her to. You, yeah. You literally, she literally did. <laughs> she, she literally was like, asked Denise, her to. Denise, you want to <laughs> say something now? <laughs> yeah. Bye. And then she's like, how'd it go? <laughs> Garcelle, though, FaceTimes Sutton, so we're doing, like, the split screen kind of conversations, and we find out that Garcelle fell asleep crying. She woke up feeling no better. Sutton seems to really get it, too, and she's, you know, understands that you cannot say that word uh, because basically it takes it to a place of angry black woman. Dorit, though, is... Not going to budge, I don't think. We already know that. But she's like, I just needed a few days to process. And her intention, of course, was not to hurt her. Fine. I get it. Uh, But Erica gives Dorit the benefit of the doubt and says that now that she knows, she won't do it again. She better not. 
Well, but she already it, has. I it's if she if if Dorit hadn't doubled down with her damn Instagram post, tripled down to be honest, because she made two right. different posts with the bubble thing in there. She did. We had a second post. We had a second post. We had the first okay. one, and then another one. It was like a, an old holiday picture that she posted for the holidays, and it was like happily in my in our bubble here. I hope they bring that up at the reunion, right? So Kim goes to Kyle's. This scene was pretty intense. It oh was yeah, nice. was it was a, nice. It was a. Kim I'm always so fascinated with, like the Richard sisters stuff. Big Kathy, yeah. Kath, like all of it, because they yeah. talk in like code. Yes, they do. They're very careful. When right, they're speaking of, they are very, very, very careful when they speak about their mother. And I don't know. I want like I hope for their sake that they get to be honest with somebody about how they feel, like even themselves. Well, I because felt, I felt like Kim was like she was having a breakdown, like she was. I feel like she was holding it back a little, but she wasn't. Like, when she was saying the stuff about, like, she was so angry with her. like, I love mom, but I was angry. Do you think she knew? Yeah. Yeah. That was big. So Whitney's wedding is coming up, uh, Kim's daughter's, and Kim Kim asked, like, awkwardly, like, are you bringing anybody to the wedding? I know. It's like, is that about Mauricio? Like, yeah, I couldn't. I was was not getting that either. Um, But she's, then she kind of, like, stutters out that she's worried about people going who aren't on good terms, meaning Kathy. And Kyle does not want to get into it. Um, but then he, it's just very interesting, Kyle's perspective of last season. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so different than ours. Yeah. Like, she, she's like, when Kathy, because we, again, we don't know. We don't know what Kathy said. It must have really, really hurt. It has to be about Mauricio. I think you're right. Yeah. So whatever Kathy said really, really hurt and stung. And it's like, if you can say that about me, you must hate me. And like, I can put myself in those shoes of like, if my sister were to say something to someone else about me that was so vulgar and mean, that would be hard to get over. So she says, when Kathy apologized to me, I thought we were good, but it was her behavior after. And then they show the reunion. And what's so interesting is we watched that reunion like, Kyle, what are you doing? Mm Mm-hmm. Say to Rinna, Kathy would never say that. Mm-hmm. Say it on camera. Say it for the record. Yeah. But she wouldn't. And she kept acting like she was so in the middle. And so Kathy's note that like, you're just acting like it's only happening to you. Like you're the victim. We were like, yeah. Yeah. I I, th- I think that – and Kim was trying to be like – and of course, Kyle swats her down. Like, do you think you played a part in it? And Kyle's like, do you know the whole story? Maybe we'll talk about it later then. Like, mm-hmm. she's just, she's just. I, th- I do think just, we're missing something, though. I don't think we've ever seen the real Kathy. The thing is, I, like, again, I do not. I think Kathy was wrong. The problem is, I also think uh, Kyle was wrong. But the problem is, and the thing is, I have heard Kathy say, at least, that she does know that she did fuck up. But she's, I, the problem, and, I, and then Dorit tried to do this as well and got burned. Mm-hmm. She's like, do you see any of her perspective? Because she's trying, like, you got to meet her a little bit. So that's my only thing. I do not think that Kathy is, like, innocent in this. But it's, I, I just don't see any resolve if, if, if uh, Kyle isn't willing to see how maybe she, can, she may have affected her sister last season. Because she, yeah, she, she doesn't see it. It's seeming like for Kyle, she has no intention of seeing what she did at right. all. And therefore, that's why there cannot be a conversation. As where like Kathy has fully apologized. Th- yeah. So that's the thing. And it's like it was two separate things. But Kyle was p- 
like like Kyle was putting in. She thought that I don't know what she expected from Kathy. Like yeah. Kathy had been getting reamed by Erica and Lisa. Right. And right. those are your friends. So there was like a bit of a like so she was feeling like really defensive coming into the reunion because she was being accused of a lot of shit that was bad. Yeah. Those are that that the way that was going to that's a whole separate thing. That had yeah. in Kathy's mind that had nothing to do with what she said about Kyle. Right. To Rinna, et cetera. Right. And for Kyle- Because also, I forgot before that, the, the Aspen trip leading up to that, we were noting that Kyle seemed like she was kind of letting them be mean to Kathy. Yeah. That was like, that was kind of why I think that most of the audience ended up kind of seemingly being Team Kathy. It was because they were really, really nasty to her. Yeah. Even during that trip. So I think for us, we're like- because we didn't see it, we're just like, fuck it. Like, you guys were kind of bitchy. So whatever. And mm-hmm. then also, Rinna, Kyle, like, Rinna took over whatever she Kathy did to you. Rinna took that whole story over and, like, put such a, like, questionable question. Like, you know, I didn't trust Rinna, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole thing became questionable. Yeah. That's the issue. The whole – because you let Rinna be so involved – it, it it the validity of the whole thing was up in the air for me. I yeah. do think I do think that Kathy and she has admitted she said something bad, but again, Rina's like version of it just was too much for me. Yeah, none of us for not none of us, but most of us were just like I don't see why this is such a such a problem. Yeah. Also because we saw that Kyle was treating Kathy in a way that wasn't great. Like yeah. she kept, she was making fun of Kathy for her slippers and making her sleep in the bunk beds, trying to like kind of trick her into looking like she was too uptight or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like she was like making fun like of her bag her and like up. passing yeah. it around the table. Like little it and it wasn't like you could be like that's those are what sisters do, but like it was to a point where it wasn't, it wasn't, it was mean, I felt like. And it, it didn't, some, if somebody isn't enjoying it, then it's mean, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Crystal and Rob's house. Uh, Garcelle, we didn't see this. I'm glad we get to see it because I, a lot of us were like, I thought that there was a moment where Crystal's like, this group wants me to scream all the time. We see that in a flashback. Right. Garcelle apparently said to her, you need to speak up more. And Crystal took that to mean she needs to scream, which is not the case. You just say more in the moment, which yes. I will agree with that, even though we know that some stuff's been edited out of her saying things, which kind of sucks. It does suck because I, yeah, I feel like she keeps getting the shaft. Like she spoke up for Garcelle mm-hmm. when she was confronting Kyle yeah. and Dorit gets cut. Yeah. Like- <laughs> That's a big thing to cut. Big moment to cut. Yeah. And then she gets cut at her own like Taco Tuesday party. Mm-hmm. But then Crystal says something. I I don't think I've I don't think I've ever articulated this even to myself. But I related so much to when she said the other thing is these girls are all so skinny now, and sometimes I can't even focus because I'm literally just too busy comparing the way I look to them. So then I don't even know what they're saying. I have so been there. So I I did not I could not I, I could not believe I was like hearing something for the first time that was also so familiar. I just had never heard it articulated. I think it was such a powerful thing to keep in. I'm so happy they kept it in because like it's the the I think that like that is such a common thing for especially women. Like we're always like looking at people on social media, comparing constant like that's like every day. So I was really happy that Crystal brought that up. Mm-hmm. And I had been thinking about Crystal 
especially when the ladies had kept talking about Sutton's eating disorder. And I was like, I'm wondering if anybody is thinking about how this could be affecting Crystal. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, does, I, I was I, I was like, is, do we think that this is like a conversation that we should just be throwing around? Even when they were talking, like, I don't know. In, in the after show, uh, something gets brought up. I think it's something that Denise says. And Crystal's like, oh, she she said that? And Dorit's like, are you sleeping when we're at these things? And she's like, I guess. But I think that was this. I think it was just like she's – I was worried. I'm like, I, I'm worried about watching a season of Kyle just like working out and being skinny because yeah. like I was getting triggered just by her Instagram posts. Mm. So I can only imagine like in real life. Yeah. Ugh. Poor Crystal. And I, I know. I, I, love, I love her. I love that we see more of her relationship with Rob. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I like how honest he is with her. And like even with like when she's saying the girls want me to speak up more, he was like, I think they just want, yeah, they just want you to like say what you're, what's on your mind. Like you have opinions. They mm-hmm. just want you to share them. No, I agree. I love the way Rob doesn't shut her down. He also doesn't like um, add to the drama either like it's yes. not like she told him that and he was like well why the fuck would he would they say that like when i was i went back i'm re-watching season nine no, okay nine yeah nine on vanderpump mm-hmm. and when uh charlie confronts sheena for not having her back when one of brock's friends like grabbed her like put his hands on her at that party oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um she was like, I, that wasn't cool, whatever. And Sheena apologized. And then also she was like, Charlie was like, you have not been a very good friend for me, friend to me the last few months, but also like she just had a baby. But anyway, yeah. when Brock heard that story, he was so, he was like, you do not need to be apologized. You tell her to fuck off. You just tell, like scream at her basically is what he was saying. I'm like, nope, nope, not it. That's not, yeah. that's not how you support. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, I also, you know, I don't think, I don't think highly of Brock at all. No one, yeah, right. Like, I don't. I think that he's a little schemer. I don't Mm -hmm. trust him. So it's just like, I don't know. Like, ugh, Sheena. Sheena, bye. Sheena just has such poor, like, I don't know how to get on Vanderpump. Sheena has poor, I need to say this though, but Sheena has poor, like, taste in people. Like, she she doesn't have a good um, radar for good, good people. Like, she loves to have toxic people around her. And those are the people that she holds dear and close to her. It's it's hot. it's really sad, actually. And I think we've said this a million times, but they're perfect for each other. And that's not yes. a compliment to either. Not a compliment to either. You know? They are – They I've never met a two more thirstier coupling. <laughs> like, right? And that's why they're perfect, but, like, not in, like, a sweet way. Just like, no. a, who else would do – who else would put up with that? Mm. Or match that, rather. Mm. Je- still on Crystal, Jeff is coming. And she- I love that she is owning that she has been too controlling. And mm-hmm. she has, and she's, and she says, I really need to check myself. I'm like, okay. Gross. I'm looking forward to that conversation that we are going to get to see. Oh my gosh. I, so, I feel like he's going to get back with his uh, fiance. I hope so. I think he wants to. I hope, I well, I mean, I don't blame her for being hesitant. Yeah. Uh, Sutton goes on a date that goes so well. It seems he was good looking because I was about. To, I was like, if it wasn't, if this didn't go well, that matchmaker was toast. But I think um, on the after show, Gar- Sutton says that she got to her car, and by that time, he'd already sent her a text. And then Garcelle said something like, "Didn't he also send you like a kind of crazy text?" And Sutton's like, "When will you learn? Like, shut up! Like, stop airing <laughs> the shit." 
So I don't think that it's la. I don't. I think he. I okay. As much as I liked the vibes, I was also like, I'm a little. There's a few red flags. Okay. What was what were your red flags? I know he likes karaoke, and that's great and all, but having like a 300 song list. I think he's an actor or something because he said he'd played a dead person and more like an extra maybe. I don't know. I just like – He just wants to be on TV. uh Uh-huh. A little bit. He's uh, he's, uh, like Shannon's boy. Yeah, a little bit of – what's his face? The door. No, that's not – John Jansen. John Jansen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I could sense – it went well. Like they had a good flow. But but, he's an actor. But uh, yeah – yeah, so I don't. Mm, that was good, Emily. Yeah. I did hear, I heard all of that, but you know what? You're right. Yeah, he's like, I played a dead guy. I'm like, hmm. At your age, still doing like bit parts like that. I feel like I was mesmerized because he said he listened to True Crime Podcast. I, I was same. like, when I he was said like, True Crime Podcast, done. I was like, oh, okay. Done. Cool. I have so many suggestions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, but I was still having a 300 song list. 300 songs, that's a lot. Usually people have like three go-to. Mm-hmm, but like, like 300? Like you're that person that takes over karaoke and perf- like you are like there. You're a regular. You're uh-huh. performing all night. Yep, all night. And you're doing it like like well in the sense of like you're you're showing off that you can sing, which I always find cringy because it's like – this is not American Idol. I want, <laughs> exactly. I want this is a dive you. Bar. This is a dive bar, and I like karaoke that is messy, fun, and mm-hmm. if you work a room, mm-hmm. I love that too. But like, if you are trying to audition and hope that you're gonna have your coyote ugly moment, this mm-hmm. ain't it. This ain't it. What is this, honey? Are you looking at your wardrobe thinking, "God, I need new clothes," and are you like me? And you just don't know what to get yourself. Like besides workout pants, I don't know what to buy. Well, that is why Stitch Fix is fab for people like us. It's the best way to shop new styles and brands. Think of them like your style partner. Your stylist will learn about your tastes and collaborate with you on looks that you'll love without breaking the bank, of course. You just share your preferences, your sizes, your budget, and Stitch Fix sends you five items in a fix. That's what they call it. Right to your door with your choices in mind and sizes from extra small to 3XL, they'll find your perfect fit. Try everything on at home. Keep what you like and send back the rest. Shipping and returns are always free. They have over a thousand brands and styles. So no matter what season of life you're in, Stitch Fix has you covered. Simply order a refresh as needed or set it and forget it with regular fixes. You're in control. Over time, as your stylist gets to know you more, Stitch Fix and their seasoned style experts will match you with greater precision to perfect pieces for you based on what you've liked, what you've not liked. It's so easy. In my fix, I got a dress that I would never, ever, ever pick out for myself. I just wouldn't gravitate towards it, but it is so flattering. It's a dress up, dress down kind of situation. And it was only like 65 bucks. So obsessed with it. Thanks, Stitch Fix. They just get me. And they'll get you too. Try today at stitchfix.com slash she speaks and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash she speaks. Stitchfix.com slash she speaks. 
not well, bitch. Let's talk about microdosing. Have you ever heard of it? If not, this is how you can get that just right feeling, how you can perform better, feel healthier. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. I love my microdose gummies. They're great for a day that's going to be really jam-packed with things to do. I tend to get a little anxiety when I've got a lot on my to-do list. I take one microdose gummy and I'm just, I'm in the zone. They have microdose gummies for the daytime, which help with a little bit more energy. And then they also have nighttime gummies. And those, I may eat three of those at night because, you know, I'm not doing anything. And they make me feel incredible. So relaxed so chill, ready for the next day. Get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com, promo code SHESPEAKS. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code SHESPEAKS for 30% off and free shipping. microdose.com, promo code SHESPEAKS. All right, time for the big one, the Dorit and Garcelle conversation. Super awkward in the beginning, and Garcelle's like, oh my God, this is awkward, a little awkward. And Dorit's like, did you want to look at the menu? It was so awkward. Did you want to look at the menu? No, start the conversation, Dorit. They looked at the, she looked at that menu for so long. She's like, no, I'm really going to make sure I know what I want. Like, you should have picked this out before you got there. I was disappointed that it was just a Greek salad for how long she looked at that day. Agreed. Agreed. And I've I've been to that restaurant, Lakeside Cafe in Encino, so I'm very familiar with this place. I was like, at first, I was like, is it that one place that you and you, me and Bailey went to? But that's by by our apartment. But I was like, no, I think that's no, that's it's a it's a different place. Um, Dory goes. She takes forever to look, and then she goes. To be honest, the food is secondary. Okay, you couldn't tell. You couldn't <laughs> tell with how committed you were to figuring out what the hell you wanted to eat. The, the food is secondary. Yeah, okay. we get that. We we feel that too, but you're acting like you need to look through that whole damn menu. I feel like I'm watching a bad first date. <laughs> so stupid. Dorit opens it up like for Garcelle and Garcelle's like, good, I wanted to be the one to start. And then Dorit goes, we are both on the same. We She fucks up. Like she's so nervous. She's like, we are on the both on the same page. <laughs> Got it. Garcelle's like, okay, the word attacked really triggered me. There are words that you should not say to a black woman, aggressive, attack, angry, because that's labeling us. And then she tells Dorit to like, be aware of who you're freaking talking to and the words that you use. And Dorit is, of course, going to be totally unaware of what the fuck she just said and just focus on the fact that other people in this group have said it. It's not a new word. Cue the compilation of other people saying it. But then Garcelle's repeatedly asking, like, but towards me? Towards me and Dorit goes, it was innocent. But if it it's offended you in any way, and I was so glad that Garcelle goes, it did offend me. That's why we're here. That's right, Garcelle. Because that kind of a that's such a Dorita. If if it upset you, I'm sorry. You know it upset me. I'm here telling you it upset me. There's no just, hidden message here. I just I can't with Dorit because. The way that the the phrasing, the way that she speaks, it's all to me condescending. It's mm-hmm. all like it seems like you have a problem. So I will mm-hmm. happily listen to you. Mm. But you know, so like it's just like 
I don't know. It just doesn't feel like she's really going there with the intentions. I'm like, no, let's fix this. Like, I know no. what I'm like. The thing is, you, you can have your intentions, and but it didn't land. Right. So just listen. And really, if you care about Garcelle as much as you say you do, then you would just listen and take mm-hmm. it in. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all she's asking. Mm hmm. Doritos, do you believe I said what I said that with bad intention? And Garcelle's like, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> Otherwise, happy. why would you say it? I was happy she was honest about that because I do too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dorit's like, I feel like there's something – I want to listen to everything you say, but I also feel like I want to be able to defend myself. She's She is having the hardest time saying, I want to shut you down so badly, but I also know that this is not – I should not do that. <laughs> But some of the things you're saying, they're not only wrong, they're incredibly hurtful. So that uh, always, from that, she always does this. That right there, what you're saying is wrong and it's very hurtful is already negating everything mm-hmm. that, sh- that Garcelle just said. So she's saying that your feelings about what I said was wrong. And, and Garcelle in her the confessional says she's like, this is why I can't fucking stand her. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, she always does this. It's like you tell someone what you said was not – it hurt my feelings. I was crying. I was upset. And then Dorit's like, what you're saying right now hurts me. Okay, well, we're not here for your feelings just yet. I'm telling you about what your what your words did to me. I know, but it's like it's really mean. God, there just, is a never accountability. I, I'm really sitting here trying to think. How she thinks, because this is like crazy to me. I almost feel like it's like a learning disability. Like I don't. It's like she can't compute. It's it's yeah. It's just she. Like it's I like don't it's. I don't think she understands like that. If someone expresses something like how the, how you made them feel, that doesn't mean that you get to say, "Well, you can't say that because that makes me feel bad." Mm-hmm. That's not. You can't keep. You can't say that every time someone se- expresses. Yeah, it's like because then no one will ever be able to be heard by you. Right. That's crazy. Forever, forever, and ever. It could make you feel bad because you're like you've hurt someone, and you're like now I feel guilt. But it's not on them. You can't. But you can't then guilt them for telling. telling. Oh God, girl. Uh huh. It's a uh-huh. vicious cycle. And so, and so, <laughs> Garcelle's like. All right, I'm going to say it. There is a pattern with you, and I don't know if you're aware or not, but I'm going to be completely blunt. It feels like an unconscious Karen behavior. Thank you. We are. We all said it. I know. And I know, I understand people's critique on her saying it, on her saying Karen, because then it is essentially like another uh, – I see people saying it's a slur now. Um, uh, it's, I, like, the thing is, I just don't like Karen anymore because it's overused. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, the Karen, like, it doesn't pack as much of a punch anymore because it's just people toss it out I too agree. much. That's the only reason I don't like it. I don't consider it a slur. I just think that it's just people just love to just throw it on anybody. And I I, I like it, it took it took the power away from it for me. Now it's cheesy to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually didn't. I wish that Garcelle used a different word, but with the same intentions. Like, I just wish she had said you um, – I don't think you know that you're subconsciously giving saying microaggressions and just call it what it is. Yeah. Instead of putting like the 
popular term. And Lord knows if she said microaggressions, people would still have a problem with that. Oh, absolutely. Right? I just realized like people would still have a problem with that. There's There's no way she could have said it. It's there are always there's always going to be someone that's going to have an issue or doesn't agree. That's your prerogative. You don't want to see where where that stems from. But I'm here to say I've been saying I've been telling you this. I feel like Dorit has microaggressions towards Garcelle. Mm-hmm. And it's not just been this. It's it's it is a pattern. It's happened season after season. It season is, 11. I it was I, the tea party thing. I posted about how it, yeah. was, like, it was bad. And the thing is, I truly, as much as like, you know, sometimes like Kyle gets on my nerves, Erica, even Lisa Renna, I truly feel like I've only really seen it consistently from Doreen. Mm-hmm. I really have. Agreed. Agreed. And then she's all oblivious. What, what? Like her confessional. This is a very, this is a very serious, dangerous accusation. It's hurtful, and that accusation holds a lot of implications. And I'm not feeling comfortable with this at all. Honestly, okay. you could have just been like, "Oh my God, how? how? What am I doing? Like, tell me." But the thing is, when she tells you, you don't listen. And I'm so glad Garcelle brings up two years ago when you were talking about how the help at your house is all brown people. Therefore, my kids love brown people. Right. And I said, "Well, I hope they're not all the help." I hope there's other examples in their life. And that's when she said, my mother's best friend is black, which I'm so glad. I like, I don't, I never want that to die because that is just in a nutshell, everything that Dorit doesn't get. She still doesn't get why that was bad. Like to this day, she's still, I've made posts. Others have made posts. People have commented. She just does not want to understand how that is like not the thing to have said in that moment. She... She just she thinks that if she accepts what Garcelle is saying, that means she's a bad person. And I don't think that. I think that you can have microaggressions and, and be Kyle a good and person. Her, Kyle and her had uh, – and Garcelle had a whole conversation. I posted about it where Garcelle was like, when you said the thing about not paying at the charity event, would you have said that to one of the white women? And Kyle was like, what? And then when Kyle realized she had no idea there was this yeah. stereotype – about black women and that what she did was kind of perpetuate it. She wasn't, she was, at first she was defensive because she was thrown off because obviously it's on camera and she's saying something like that. You're like, fuck. Yeah. But she stopped, she listened, and she said even in her confessional later, I had no idea and now I understand why she unfollowed me on Instagram. Growth. That's how you handle it. Yes, at first it was jarring. It's like, wait, huh? Because she didn't know, but then she heard, listened, was like, oh, fuck, okay. Right. I will never do that again. Yeah. Like, the thing is, yeah, like, Dorit just, like, she has, no one is expecting you to be a perfect person. And again, mm-hmm. I don't think that you are intentional, like, for, like. Exactly. It's intention- truly, it, it's literal ignorance. Yeah. So, like, but, but you're getting to a point where it's been pointed out to you so many times that you're willfully ignorant and I can't accept that. Like, it's in your – we're telling you in your face. Like, Garcelle is like, when you said this, this is what it entails. This is what it comes with. Okay, I've learned something. But instead she's like, what you're saying, Garcelle? And she kept saying Garcelle. And I like Garcelle being like, stop saying my fucking name. This is what I do. Okay, well, it's annoying. It's condescending (laughs) as fuck. Yeah. Garcelle. Okay, I'm right here. Got it. 
And then Dorico's, I don't know why, because Dorico's like, have you, has there been growth since that? And Dorico's, I don't know why you keep raising this. What does it feel like that I'm racist? And Garcelle is like, she's like, I'm sorry, if there's a racist undertone to this, that's not my fault. I'm not calling you anything. Yeah. Because notice how Dorit is very aware of the implications that come with Karen being associated with her. Yeah. Yet she refuses to acknowledge what it felt like for Garcelle and what it is like for Garcelle and her lived experience. Right. So you're able to compute it for yourself, but you can't figure it out. When when she's saying, I when you say attack, it's a label. It's not good. So please just stop. Okay, I will. Yeah. And the thing is, thing it is, it does bring out people who do also have that type of thinking. Like I see it in the comments after oh, yeah. all these. No, episodes. it's gotten so bad. Yeah, someone, I'm shocked someone, by someone, the someone comments. put on that someone put something on your post that you just posted. It was like no, something a lot. There are a lot of comments like against Garcelle. Yeah, it's and the, and that's the that's you're too sensitive like mm-hmm. like you're not so you're not she's not ever allowed to express her lived experience without it being like y'all race card mm-hmm. like it's just what is happening and a lot of black women are are commenting shit against garcelle too what a lot i'm a black woman and i'm sick of garcelle it's not always about x y and z yeah first of all Garcelle literally tries her best not to even talk about race until she she is like forced into a freaking corner. Like she doesn't. And that's why she said, I'm not I do not want to sit here and educate you. I'm not on the show for that. I'm on the show to have fucking fun with my friends. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. so like, please treat me as an equal. That is all I ask. And then Dorit, Dorit comes through and goes, you do realize that I'm Jewish, Garcelle. That took me out. Uh oh! What? <laughs> She's like, "What the fuck?" Well, you reduced me to privilege that night, Garcelle. You don't have a privileged life, Dorit. I do, but so do you. So you don't even get what pri- you don't even understand what our privilege is as white people. Like you She's- still don't even know that very basic part of this. God, that's it's like, like the bottom. That's like the that's a, a beginner level of understanding this. And Garcelle's yeah. like, you speak you speak four different languages. Uh, how do you not understand that it's different being in my shoes? Right. Torico's. I would have thought that both being from marginalized communities, we would have had some common ground. Far more than differences, because it does seem like you are trying to, and Garcelle cuts her ass off and says, I'm not trying to do anything. This is not a plot to make you look bad. You make yourself look bad. I'm telling you what your fucking words did to me. I can't. Like, so the thing is, I really understand how Garcelle got here, because as I I, I, I notice a lot of little things Dorit says to, to Garcelle. And if Garcelle was constantly bringing it up, exactly, we, she would notate it every single time. She lets a lot of that shit go. And I know that's, she hears it. And that's actually something I was thinking when I was watching. I'm like, see, because she's let so much go, people don't notice how many times this has happened before. Right. So to them, they don't realize the buildup. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you can't say anything. I'm like, she has said so many other things that Garcelle has let go. And she's tired of letting it go. 
Yeah, I like I could I could feel her like this like when she says this was the last shot, it was because she was like I how many times can I ignore it or try to pivot or try to like steer the conversation in another way without like being confrontational or attack you quote unquote. Uh-huh. Like I'm so I have like I think that for her like when she's saying that she's attacking her she's like, "Do you know how many times I could have literally come for your for your neck the way that you speak to me?" Mm-hmm. And I don't like bitch like Please. Like she's like, this is my fourth season. Yeah. Okay. We have we as the audience have I've the comments used to be like Garcelle's a better woman than me, because I would have lost my mind. Yes. But, but people who don't see those things are not even a- paying attention to that. They have no idea that there is these moments that even happen. They don't right. clock them. And so you're you're stuck as the black woman on the cast. Do I bring it up every single time so that people realize how often it's happening? Or do mm-hmm. I have some peace? Some personal peace and not because it's exhausting to do it. Right. Like, I, like again, I feel bad because I wish we had got introduced to, I always forget her freaking name, but the, um, the, she was, um, she was a black woman that came on for the last season of the original Roni. Ebony. And, Ebony. And I felt, because to me, like they literally dropped her in to educate all oh of these God, women. So and bad. and I too, I that was one of the people who had to stop watching because I was like, I really didn't sign up for this. And it's not, and I felt bad because I understood that Ebony was put in a position, but it was like every day was like a, a PBS after school special. And I was not, that was to me like too much, but I also understood it. But I was like, and which made me just be like, I don't even think I can watch, watch this show anymore. And it was their fault as well. But, like, Garcelle, I feel like, has such a really nice balance of not allowing someone to disrespect her. But also, like, that's not her whole identity on the mm-hmm. show. Like, I don't – I, like, I know Garcelle is a black woman, but, like, she is not, like, the token black girl at on this cast or something like that. And, exactly. And so, like – and I, I feel like she's, like, I don't know. Like, when Dorit do, 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 like, does this kind of stuff to Garcelle – it just makes me mad because then you have these trolls coming out here trying to say Garcelle. Exactly. Like, like, she doesn't do that. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's brought out a lot of people with those thoughts. Like, my TikTok and my Instagram have countless comments with people saying that shit about Garcelle. But when – okay, so when Dorit kept saying, Garcelle, Garcelle, she's like, stop saying my name. And Dorit goes – if saying that is going to trigger you, I and Garcelle's like, no, 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 I don't want you walking on eggshells. And Dorit goes, but you are making me feel that way. I'm telling you, you're making me feel that way. So now she's putting it back on Garcelle again. Yeah. Now Garcelle, you're making Dorit feel like she has to walk on eggshells. Like she, she can't has to be herself. Watch what she says and shit. It's like okay about a few things. There's only a few things that we really need to learn. That's it. It's it's just. It's really all Garcelle is just asking her to do is just not talk down to her. It's essentially in a nutshell all – she's not asking her to like kiss her feet. Like she's literally just saying, just don't talk down to me. That's Mm -hmm. it. We are equals and and you shall treat me as – treat me like you would treat Kyle, like you would (laughs) treat Erica. Like that's all I'm asking for. Here, mm-hmm. simple. It should be easy for you to do that because you should do it with easy, other. Right? Yeah. You should have no issues because you do it very well with other people. Mm-hmm. She really does. So, like, she's really not asking you to walk on eggshells. She's just asking to be treated the same way as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Dorit says she's sorry and she would never want to do anything to intentionally hurt her. And Garcelle finally is like, "Look, I do believe that." 
And Dorit's like, thank you. I'm glad you said that. It's like, I, she's not once said you're a bad person. This no. one thing that you've done is what she's talking about. And here's what it comes with and blah, blah, blah. But you're so freaked out, which it's always so crazy to me when people get like, are you calling me racist? Being called racist is horrible. But your fear of even being called it and your fear of acknowledging what you're what you're doing that could be racist. Right. That's the problem. That's more the problem than being called. Like someone can call me racist and I will check in. Like, yeah. fuck, I'm white. Unfortunately, that's what this, that's what the world has been. Yeah. So Dorit saying to Garcelle, like, how dare you say that I did something that was potentially kind of racist or even not even, she didn't call her racist once, by the way. She did not. That is not, that word never came out of her mouth and Garcelle made a very good point to say that. But it's Dorit's inability to accept that maybe I do have some internalized racism. You're right. I maybe like, I don't realize it. I feel like the reason why Garcelle used the word Karen, because I thought that would be, I thought, I th- maybe she thought that would be a softer way of like trying to like give her an example of uh-huh. what she's doing. Like, Can you imagine if she said microaggressions? I don't think even Dorit knows what those are. I think she, yeah. that'd be like the first she was time still- she would, she would have been like, what? Aggression? Micro. Yeah. And she probably been like, and then she has the nerve to call me aggressive. aggressive. <laughs> After telling me that I can't call oh, black women aggressive. I'm like, oh my goodness. There's no hope. There's no hope. I, it's starting to feel now, like the more we talk about it, that I don't think she can figure it out. I like don't know. this has happened so like the way she talks so much and like all this. I feel like there's like, <laughs> there's some sort of like learning disability almost. Like a I'm cognitive like, understanding. Like, hello, lady. And I feel like PK probably wouldn't be helpful. Oh, God, in- no. PK is going to say that Garcelle is just making it about race. Yeah. I like, I mean, I pretty much assume that's probably. Yeah. I assume she went home for the second time to be like, Garcelle did it again. Yeah. They're like her and her conversations about race. Her and the race card. Yeah. I, I, I think you made a good point. In comparison to like with the Kyle thing of like someone being able to take the lesson. Mm-hmm. That was such a good point. Like that is a per- like you need to – that is how you take a lesson. And it hasn't come up since and they have had not haven't had an issue about that mm-hmm. since. And um, at the My Mother's Best Friend is Black dinner, Kyle was actually right there for Garcelle. Oh, she, yeah, she was. Because Kathy also, Kathy She's, also oh, yeah. tried to chime in. She's like, I don't see color. My friend Michael Jackson and I talked about it. I was like, oh, this isn't going well. No, I actually remembered that. I was going to say something. I was like, Kathy said something off color as well yep. um, at that goddamn dinner. Yep. <laughs> With her whole chest. She was like, I said, Michael Jackson, I don't see color. I was like, I don't. She also this. said something else, too. But it, like, Kathy was like, I had to laugh because she just is fucking doesn't know what the fuck she even is doing she said something because like Garcelle was like has has anybody else ever felt something and Kathy and like, she went yes I swear <laughs> like because, Kathy put your hand down yeah because Garcelle was talking about what it's like to feel different when you walk in the room or whatever and Kathy's like here we go right here baby I am <laughs> right there with you I am like, not following I was like Kathy like Kathy. And that's why, but Kyle listened in that conversation. Like when, when Garcelle was talking about how she has to talk to her kids when they're young about what to do if a cop pulls you over, what to right, do if you're right, in right, a certain right. neighborhood. And at for, and Dorit's like, I don't want to have those conversations with my little child. And Kathy's 
like, yeah, they're innocent. And Kyle was like, I will never understand what it is like for you. Yeah. And Garcelle was like, thank you. Yeah. Jesus. No, Kyle, like, Kyle is really, I will say this, Kyle is really good at that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, she really is. Yeah. She really is. She does not, that is, there's not a blind spot there for her. Yeah. So that we applaud her for. Dorit, I'm not kidding. I think she has, like, I don't think she has the ability to comprehend. Because let's take out Garcelle. Let's look at any other example of when someone has had to confront Dorit about something she said. It always goes like this. Yeah. It goes in the same where she's like, what are you trying to say? And they're like, I'm telling you. (laughs) I just, my question is, why would, and like it goes on and on. They're like, we've gotten nowhere. No, yeah, that that's her big. Ugh, good lord, something's wrong with her. Dorit, <laughs> something is fucking wrong with her. And you know I what? Should, she, she, has, she might have attention issues or something. Maybe I feel like it's a cognitive issue. Like she okay. cannot like fucking process. Like it comes in here and she's like, not sure what to do with this. I don't like it though. So I'm gonna tell you, you're making me feel bad. Yeah, it is interesting because she doesn't. Re- I feel like oftentimes she doesn't receive things. The same way everybody else. Like, that's how she kind of misinterpreted the joke thing with Sutton, with the making out with her driver. Like, everybody else that's understood it was. Saying. Like, even actually, even Kyle knew how to joke with that. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end. Yes, she at sees, the very end. Yeah, when she sees Sutton off. Like, Doree was the only, like, and, Dari- and again, Sutton wasn't mad at Kyle because exactly. it really was a fucking joke. There was, like, we could, we could tell that. Yes. Yes. It wasn't like, then I'm going to say a dig about something that, like, yes. we've already, like, that's, that is not makes a joke. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, that makes a bully. <laughs> I forgot about that. And she's like, what? I just, like, she just does not get social cues. No. Lady. No. Lady. No. Well, next week, Kyle is going to ask innocently, would you date a woman? <laughs> and then Crystal's gonna say, "Would you?" And she says, "Yeah." She is gearing up to 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 tell us something. She is she is testing the waters. And ironically, they keep showing the flashback of the conversation at Denise's about threesomes, and it starts with Kyle saying, "I've never done the lesbian thing." Oh, that's how it started. That. Yes, I've never done the lesbian thing. Oh my gosh, I didn't even catch that. Okay, the irony. I should I should make that content actually. Content ideas. Content. Kyle. Lesbian. <laughs> That's what's going on in my notes. <laughs> Not laughing because Kyle no, just, might be a lesbian. I'm laughing of how Emily said it, okay? Just be very clear. <laughs> <laughs> I like what if she fi- like what if like the reunion comes and Kyle finally is like, yes. I hope she The thing is, I like I'm a, it, girl. Kathy I, I be, ships it. Kathy, I loves am that happy Morgan. for you. Like, go off, Queen. Like, I like again. I feel zero, zero stupid, bad for Mar- zero Mauricio. Bye bye. He's like gallivanting he, with ew, twenty year old. That is so gross. His Aspen activities, gross. Yeah. He looks like he's their dad. Yes. Like literally, I thought it was like Alexia's friends or something. Yeah, they can be friends. I feel like they could possibly even be friends with Portia. Portia yes, up there, right? I was, they, he's like all partying and stuff. It's like full midlife crisis on every level. Also, quick notation, because we saw a cameo from Portia in this episode. Like, 
God, I remember when she was a baby. I know it's it's so it it really freaks us out as as Bravo viewers. Like we are those we are those aunties that are like, I remember you when you were this big. Yeah, like she was a little tiny little baby. She was so cute. Like she was one of the cutest kids. I know. With her, 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 her and Gia were like, I'm like, they were just so tiny. No, I know. Seeing Gia now is crazy. Doing her like sexy modeling Waking and shit. Waking up in the morning, <laughs> like cringy songs. Was it I Snoop re- Dogg who made that, or was it Cardi B? Someone. It was someone on. T- it was like a big person that made like that the audio, and oh. that's what that's what resurfaced. That I thought song. it was. I thought Will Smith did it. Mm. That's what it was. Thank you. Will Smith did it, and then it was off pre pre Chris Rock slap. <laughs> yes. Yes. Years ago now. Yeah. That was so good. Like, I remember watching when Gia was doing that in real time and being like, she is going to be embarrassed for about this later in life. I know. And I actually, <laughs> I agreed with Caroline when she was like, the fact that you let her do that, like, on TV, like, whatever. Well, it made her even more famous, I guess. I like that she, like, owns it. She's like, whatever. She has no choice. <laughs> she has no choice. I think what's – I find – they find it so – like meta that the daughter, the daughters are now doing the all the all the um audio stuff like laugh, ha ha, it's funny. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Melania's yeah. doing them and Antonia's doing them. And I'm stuff. like weirdly obsessed with them on social media because it's just so because like I get to kind of just see them, no drama of their like families and stuff like that. And it's just like you, we did watch them grow up, and it's just like they're. I love their little sister bond. They're such a tight knit family. They're I'm so like, tight. Yeah. I like say what you want about Teresa. She raised some like really like accomplished, uh, accomplished at bonded uh, women like. And yeah, like the um, I forget which one, but like the, going to University of Michigan, like yeah, that's a really good school. Like, and she puts in that. I mean, you cannot take that away from her. She puts in the work, like driving, yeah. driving her kids to all those different dance things and shit. Like, it's a lot for yeah. getting yeah. them into college. Like, so yeah, we give we give her props for sure. Yeah. Oh, did you did you see? Um, this has been out for a minute, but did you see Melissa? Speaking of, I'm like picking violence by talking about this, but Melissa's old business partner no. talked. It was remember how I didn't realize this was back in 2019. I didn't even realize that she sued actually Andy Cohen and Melissa for making her out to be like a thief. That season where remember how we opened the season and Melissa's like, see, Jackie came and her old business partner came and took everything, stole oh, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie has gone on. I think it was all about the Real Housewives, and she's she's reiterating. She's like, I. It was all my product. It was mm. all my stuff, and then they made me look like the bad guy. Like, but honestly, like if I had stolen it, they would have called the police. Like they would have right. filed a report. But it was all my stuff, and they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Melissa. Melissa. Yeah, I know. Because she really leaned into that. Like, oh, poor me. But it's like, yeah. she, she, the woman has all sorts of stories. She's like, I told her over and over and over again. And finally, I was like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Okay. Those people. All right. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, guys. Love ya. Mean it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams like classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash shespeaksbravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. Make sure you're following me on the social medias. I am She Speaks Bravo across all platforms. Thank you so much for any support you give the show, even if it's just listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.